This is CliffCentral.com. Hi there, it's Michael Kahn here, and I'm in studio at the CX Innovation and Tech Fest with Brett Lindsay. We are talking about innovation around customer experience and the disruption thereof. How are you, Brett? I'm well, Mike. How are you doing? That was a very formal start to a, to a Futurology it, podcast. It, it was. It was. Um, and when you say studio, it's very loosely interpreted as a big auditorium at the Maslow. Fantastic, though, isn't it? <laughs> it They've is given good. us a whole auditorium. I, f- I feel quite special. Um, but, Brett, it's been a yes. fantastic two days here. It has. It really um, has. And, you know, this is an introduction to to, to all of our guest speakers who, who have joined us in, the, in our makeshift studio, our outside broadcast. Cost. Yep. Um, and, and how have you found it, Brett? It's really insightful. I, I like the fact that there's a lot of local speakers yes. uh, all sharing case studies and use cases from local businesses doing things to impact the customer service area within our country. 100%. And it's great to see that. I mean, we've always known South Africa is a great hotpot for, for innovation. And it's great to have innovation, but it's another thing to execute it and put it into the workplace. And Absolutely. There's great things happening in South Africa. So that's encouraging. And, and inspiring. But, but yes. it's also been quite interesting listening to, to a lot of the comments in the audience. It's really interesting to see a lot of uh, the challenges people are faced around innovation and this world of disruption with technology, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is really what we're doing here. It's really about the inspiring part of 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 what we offer as 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 a podcast as as an organization for sure getting into organizations and inspiring people to to shift their thinking around that yeah so rather than being afraid of the future start absolutely. embracing the possibilities around that change absolutely and it's really cool uh, the the great thing about customer experience as a as a focus is that it's it's about the people again 100% absolutely so it's not technology led it's not all these things that are sometimes too big to understand or comprehend it comes down to the person it comes down to a real Real need with real people. Absolutely. And we can inspire that change to say, don't fear, embrace that change. Let's go. Absolutely, which is critical. But Brett, do you want to just give us a very brief introduction to what this is all about? Cool. So in short, it's the CX Innovation and Tech Fest where they celebrate people, technology, ideas, and innovations that are literally transforming the way businesses make and keep customers. That's the important thing. So it's one thing to get them, but how do you retain them? Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's around service and what is the, the big talk around CX and what are we doing innovatively? What are we doing things? But it comes down to the fact that we know the world is changing. Absolutely. Customers are more demanding. Customer loyalty is decreasing. New technologies are constantly emerging. And it's, it's how do you get your market share? As a business that has a huge consumer base, how do you get that market share? How do you attract them? How do you keep them? How do you seduce them to stay with you or even come across from the dark side? And you've got to make sure that it's the USP that you start to have is around customer experience and the customer service. It's not so much low-cost pricing anymore. It's not high-quality product. It's how, what is your brand? What is the combination of all of that? Absolutely. And there's great discussion happening here at, at this. And it's, it's, it's round about how technology has become an essential tool to enable a shift in thinking uh, with business to move more into a CX way of life. And, uh, yeah, it's really great to see it happening here in, in Johannesburg. Fantastic. Well, enjoy this podcast. What we have done is we've changed the format here. So please download this podcast. And the rest of the CX podcasts are available on our Futurology homepage on Cliff Central. Yeah, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle at Futurology Show. And you can tweet us as much as you like. And we'll be tweeting out some of the shows as well. So Absolutely. Us. Fantastic. Enjoy. So at the CX Innovation and Tech Fest here in Johannesburg, welcome to the Futurology Show. We are 
Still here, Mr. Michael Cowan, who's still <laughs> amused by my ability to still get the name right. Yeah, I'm impressed. We did that in one take, Brett. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's, uh, it's nice when we come to these events and we can have a little bit more time yeah, to get absolutely. things right. 100%. It's, it's, it's been a great experience it talking has. about customer experience. We're all about the experience today. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and, we, and for the people listening, they're really glad that this is on radio. Yes. You both have faces for radio. Thank you so much, Matt. You too. It's a pleasure. You've got a give and take. I've actually got a body for radio, but I'll yeah, keep back. Yeah, chest for radio. <laughs> chest for radio. But uh, yeah, the, the other voice you heard there was Mr. Matthew Cook from uh, the Customer Technology Business Development Lead for PwC Africa. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great yeah. to be here. Great yeah. to join you today. Yeah. Thanks, you, man. Are you sponsoring this stuff here, man? We are. Um, you yeah. know, from a PwC perspective, traditionally, the brand is seen as a large audit firm. Yeah. And we're doing a huge amount of work to get the awareness out there that actually, yes, we're really good from an audit perspective. Yeah. I'm, I'm paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but from an advisory and from a technology perspective, <laughs> you know, we, we're spending a lot of time yeah. being more than just good advice. Yeah, it's absolutely. about how do we actually make what we can help you with practically achievable from yeah. a technology perspective. Yeah. So It's important though, hey, I mean, it's not just about the technology, it's not just about the experience, it's about a whole bunch of stuff. And that's what you talk about in your talk. No, right. So yeah, I mean, if you, you were lucky enough to come and see my talk, everybody's walking around yeah. feeling a little bit more positive about taxis on the road. So if I've achieved one thing, good <laughs> yeah. job. Think like a taxi. So think like a taxi, you know. Okay. From you, a, you're going to have to explain that to me because, I mean, my experience driving here this morning with the taxis <laughs> was not a pleasant one. I was flicking quite badly. <laughs> you, you went alone. Every single person in the room <laughs> went. Uh, yeah, we were frustrated in yeah. traffic this morning. But, you know, the, the reason I, I use the idea of think like yeah. a taxi is they will exclude everybody else to get their customer to where they need to be as fast yeah. as possible. Kind of highly regulated process. Let's look for shortcuts. Let's do what we need yeah. to do to get people there as fast as possible. Yeah. So let's make it frictionless, right? But there's, as long as you don't drive in the yellow lane. Well, why not? It's a lane. Well, if there's right? more friction there, then they wouldn't. <laughs> exactly. You know? So, so if you want to get from yeah. A to B, it's 10 bucks. If you get yeah. on at the start, it's 10 bucks. You get on at the end, it's 10 bucks. It's simple. Nobody simple. get it wrong. It's hard yeah. to get wrong. If you're on the side of the road and you're going to four ways yeah. and the taxi's not going to four ways, he doesn't stop to pick you up. He's not going yeah. to try to sell you something you don't need. Yeah, exactly. He's going to stop for you when he knows that you're going to get on. And oh. even better, don't tie me into a, a long-term contract. You know, if I want to get off now, <laughs> not in 200 meters time at the bus stop, yeah. let me off now. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So, yeah, and I think from and I'm a, not paying pro, pro rata for your uh, vehicle insurance and your no. services. <clears throat> I mean, exactly right. I hope they have. So from a, a customer experience perspective, if yeah. you suspend disbelief for a second, kind of look at it from yeah. a different lens and you go, actually, you know, maybe the taxis are doing the best they possibly can to get in as many yeah. trips as they can, no, get they the are. to work as possible. They are. They um, really are. But, but no, I'm, I'm not a spokesperson for ESA Taxi Finance. <laughs> uh, but the context then around your yeah. talk, uh, are you ready for customer 5.0? Yeah. So, the, you know, the context of the talk is, are we thinking about what our customers want to buy tomorrow? But more importantly, not what they want to buy, also how they want to buy. Yeah, yeah. You know, every single person you talk to is tired of receiving yeah. the age-old spam. But wait, there's more. Telephone and calls kind of well, and yeah. the hello, how are you? The scripted thing. The minute you get yeah. that, you know, you hang up, right? So the, the thinking is if I could put the concept of category for one, category of one, yes. put that ability in the hands of each one of our clients to make sure that when they send something to you, the end, it's, the end it's exactly the end client. It's exactly what Absolutely. you need. It's when you need it. No, it's when you need it now. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm not irritating you. I'm offering you something yeah, of value. 100%. And that the trick there is how do we leverage 
technology that's out there, data that's out there, platforms that are out there, you know, all these different these different mechanisms that we can to try and get as positive an answer as possible. Uh, absolutely. You, you raise a, an interesting point because the biggest challenge is too many people are doing what they've always done with new technology. You know, they're trying to reinvent the wheel rather than looking at what they can become. So they're very much stuck in the past. How do you guys go about solving that problem? Because that creates, that's really fighting the immune system that most organizations have, have. And it, and it kind of snaps back in a very ugly way, you know, when that immune system says, nah, you're not coming in here. And it's a real challenge, you know. No, I mean, you're 100% correct, right? And I think there's an interesting saying that's been around for a while, you know, get good at your knitting. Yeah. Don't try to do something that you're not good at, but just make sure that you're really good at what you do do. So yes. in that instance, a lot of the work that we do with our clients is not just around focusing on how do I pick the next exciting, yeah. sexy technology, mm. throw it at my employees who 100%. actually happen to be customers as well. Yeah. How do I think about what are the business impacts, what are the strategic yeah. objectives that I'm actually trying to achieve, yeah. then look at from an organizational point of view, sure. what do I need to do from a change management point of view, yeah. how my employees are going to use it, you know. Uh, Richard Branson gets it right. If you look after your employees, they look after your customers. 100%. Yeah. And if I take those two into account, then I look at it and I go, what's actually the right technology solution yeah. for where I yeah. am now? Don't let technology lead. Exactly. Yes. Well, and I think all too often it's also you make this massive decision where you go, how do I try and pick technology that's going to support me for 10 years? For sure. Jeez, if I could tell you what technology was going to be around in 10 years' time, we'd all be billionaires. Yeah, no, yeah, sure, you know, sure. Kind of solve enough of your problem today, enough of your problem tomorrow, Yeah, yeah. and then we see where we go. Isn't it easier today, though, because, you know, you say that, and I agree five years ago there was a challenge, but, you know, given the scale of cloud, when you look at the capacity that's coming through, the machine learning, the Internet of Things, and the scale of these massive platforms, not the Facebooks and the, and, 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 uh, the like, but the, the, the cloud-based platforms, I'm thinking of Google Enterprise, Azure, IBM, Watson, mm-hmm. a lot of these decisions are becoming easier because these platforms are becoming so much more powerful. And certainly when I look at, like, just as an example, Google, I mean, these guys have got machine learning experts that PwC would be hungry for. Yeah. Sorry, just, Matthew, before you answer that, um, yeah. the... The technology is around now to enable amazing yes. exponential growth in businesses. Yeah, uh, to to face the the disruptive changes and yeah. how organizations need to change. What's lacking is the new way of thinking in businesses, where we have these guys saying, "I'm going to make a big capital investment on this long term venture, and I'm going to hope that whatever I've invested in yields some level of return For in the sure. next five to ten years." That level of thinking needs to stop. Because it's about how you can be as agile as possible with the technology around. This is what I'm believing. If you believe this as well, great. But it's about investing in the right technology for the right purposes when you need it. Not trying to say, well, maybe in five years' time, this will actually pay dividends. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, well, I've invested well. So, I mean, I would actually think let's, let's think about it a little bit differently. Let's look at it from an analogy perspective. Yeah. Ten years ago when business intelligence was the big hype and this concept of BR was the big hype, yeah. what you found was that it was taking you so long to crunch the numbers that by the time you, you needed it up to people. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But by the time you needed to make the decision, you didn't have the answers at hand. Yeah. So invariably, yeah. hence the reason they called it decision support, what would happen is you'd get some manager that uses gut feel, intuition and past experience, makes a decision and goes... Cool, decision made. He gets the numbers back 18 hours after the batch processing. Sure. Yeah. And he's like, Whoa, the numbers match with the decision I made. Yeah. And I think, you know, you know, coming to the point earlier on about big data, machine learning, and all these kind of cool things, yeah. is 
leveraging the technology has given us the ability to move that time frame much shorter. But I actually think the the bigger phenomenon we're seeing now is that your ability to trial something and really get knee deep in the technology Mm. before you have to make a significant purchasing decision has absolutely changed the whole thing, right? You know, traditional ERP days, you, you see some PowerPoints, you have a couple of meetings, you see a canned video demo and yeah. you're like me it might work for my business yeah. you spend a huge amount of money take you two years to implement it before you even understand the value absolutely. whereas now from a cloud adoption perspective yeah. you can absolutely reach out grab the value shake it by the throat and go this is absolutely going to do what we need it to do let's invest in this and we're happy that actually because it's easy to get on it's yeah. easy to get off if it's only an 18 month journey of making my life easier Cool, that helps uh, me now. Uh, uh, absolutely. It's, it's the risk of buying a chocolate now as opposed to some seriously massive purchase. It makes a big difference. It's a lot, it's a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of types of technology you guys are working with in PwC, we're talking technology. What do you guys focus on around customer experience and, and how do you enable that, this, this 5.0 in, in organizations for your clients? Yeah, so I mean, I think the one key thing that we're trying to do is it's hard to be everything to everybody. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be good at everything. Yeah, because then, then you're good at nothing. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. We've said, let's rather pick a couple where we can go really deep. We've got a, a consulting team of guys that are technology agnostic. Okay. Standard problems around Wonderful. customer satisfaction surveys, net promoter scores, yeah. things like the difference between expectation and perception. Yeah. Because yeah. as we all know, you know, if you, you walk into a seven-star hotel, your yeah. expectation of service is massive. The person's a little bit unruly, a little bit surly, yeah. your perception's poor. So we've got a whole focus of team of guys that'll work with you to Fantastic. understand your business objectives, your organizational structure, yeah. target operating models, no tech. No tech. You're really good at that. Yeah. And then from a tech perspective, you know, we, we've, we've took a long-term view. We've put a big play and we've said yeah. that actually we think that there's two major players in this space. One of them obviously being Microsoft, the Azure stuff they're doing, yeah. the, the dynamic stuff that they're doing in the cloud. Really, yes. really amazing the way that it integrates together. You know, they, they play really well. Yeah. Um, and obviously we do Salesforce. And it's a, okay. a cloud-based platform out of the U.S. Sales automation, marketing automation, service automation. Um, and yeah. those at the moment are our kind of two plays. Fantastic. And we would come in and understand your requirement first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understand your existing technology investment. Because yeah. we also don't think it's necessary to throw the baby out with the bathwater. No. If you've got something Absolutely. and it isn't working for you. Often it's not the technology's fault. Let's way it was executed. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly. It's like, um, yeah, let's go do a design sprint and we go and do it, and it's an absolute cock up. But it's the sprint process. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not, a blow up hammer doesn't work quite as well as a real hammer for knocking in a nail. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to talk about a blow up doll, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure where that was going either. Yeah. And no, I, I'm sitting opposite him. <laughs> Thank God, there's a devil. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that was but a, uh, you talk about this golden thread in customer 5.0 between the, the technology, the people, and the experience, and it's the experience within the employee space and the customer space. Tell us more about how you guys are looking at it holistically around this. Yeah, so, I mean, traditionally speaking, there's this concrete wall between my employees and people that are actually buying my product, solution, or service. Yeah. And today, insert any one of the big banks, any one of the big cell providers. Actually, your employees are probably customers of some form anyway. For yeah. sure. You know, and and we, we like the philosophy of saying, to kind of paraphrase Richard Branson, if your, yeah. your employees are happy, yeah. they provide a great positive customer experience. Yeah. You, know, you ask the question, who's in marketing? The first answer should be everyone. Yes. Um, yeah. So for us, it's about you know, how do we deliver the window onto your existing business to your employees yeah. to make it as easy as possible. And then from a customer perspective, yeah. they interact better. We, you know, we, we say, 
in terms of today's language, you've got all these different channels of availability. Yeah. Why can't I give your employees and your customers the consistent brand promise across any challenge? Yeah. 100%. Fantastic. I mean, we're, we're on the Futurology show. We, we always look into the future. Um, how do you see what we're doing today impacting tomorrow, and, and what is your hope for the next five to ten? I mean, we're seeing huge movement in the robotic process automation, yeah. in the RPA space, in the chatbot space. Yeah. I mean, just recently we've, we've done some really sexy stuff where guys can, directly from their phone, they can use a, a text-based messaging app, text into the ERP and get financial values back. You know, brilliant. nobody yeah, involved brilliant, brilliant. under second result. Great. And I think that's where we're going to see the biggest move is standard repeatable processes where it's the same input, yeah, the same output. Absolutely. We're seeing, you know, robots are starting to take care of that. And actually they, they're starting to learn more and more really technical stuff. Yeah. So, so the idea for me would be to say, you know, how can we focus on that yes. actual touch point where it's that where your customer interacts with your business. Yeah, We're absolutely. seeing that move towards saying, how do we make that more sophisticated? How yeah. do we make it a softer edge? Yeah. And actually, how do we, again, bring that theme of journey of one, category of one? Yeah, so when absolutely. I reach out and touch you, yeah. I'm not just randomly throwing something at it's you and hoping relevant. you're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, absolutely relevant because some robot in the background has has chugged through a massive amount of data and gone, you know, this is exactly what Brett's going to want. Yeah. Um, let me put it in front of him. When you say robots, are you including AI into that definition? Yeah. So okay. machine learning, yes. AI, and the kind of whole concept of, of process automation. Fantastic. So That's use the machine learning and the AI to yeah. help actually teach the robots. Yes. Because, you know, humans are infallible. Yeah. No? Well, we're, just, we're just not as quick, but we're very caring. You know, yes. What? Yes. You, you know what we're incredibly good at? Being bloody inefficient. Well, robots can't get drunk, and, you know, what's the point of... That's one no, good reason. It's yeah. terrible. But, but I do see somebody's trying to grant robots person status in the U.S. Yeah, wasn't that that's fun? Hey, oh, that's, wow. a, that's a whole other can that's of worms exciting. we need to open one day. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The, the, that, that, personhood. Personhood. Yes. That, that is just stupidity. Yeah. No, what, what, tell us the story here. Sorry, because I'm intrigued now. It was uh, one of the tw- one of the speakers yesterday, was it? Yeah, so I think it was Simon Dingle yesterday yes, in his uh, yes. in his presentation. Was it Andrew Forster in Andrew the morning? Forster Sorry, it was man, Andrew yeah. Forster in the morning. He was yeah. talking to us about stuff that's coming and, and stuff that's moving along. And there's a big movement in the U.S. to grant robots personhood yes. because you know they have feelings too. They have feelings. Too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, um, <laughs> but you know, all of that rubbish aside. Are robots valuable? Absolutely. Of course they are. Do Absolutely. they get bored? No. Yeah. Do they get tired? No. Absolutely. You know, do you have to slip a pizza under the door every now and then to keep them happy? No. Mm-hmm. They can crunch massive amounts of data. And if and you the program... the department's a line of code. Well, exactly. You know, if you program the algorithm correctly, you can predict the outcome. Yeah. And I think that's Absolutely. the value. Of course is, it is. Is using this massive amount of computing power that's available easily. 100%. And, it, and if I don't like it on Amazon, I can move to Azure Absolutely. and, you know, I can consume it differently. So it's a really exciting space, actually. And, and more importantly, why not allow it to do the crap task so I can go and do uh, something have better? a better human existence. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, what's the point otherwise? I mean, come on. Well, again, yeah. it comes to that human interaction. Yeah. The touch point between your business and your customer. Yeah. Try and... and Focus on that and let the robots do the heavy lifting. Exactly. Cool. Food for purpose solutions. Focus on people. Technology is an enabler. Here we go. Customer 5.0. Customer 5.0. Thank you so much, Mr. Matthew Cook. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. We look forward to having you again on the show. And enjoy the taxi ride home. Yeah, can't wait. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Well, that was fun, Brett. I enjoyed that chat. It really, really was. Fantastic. And uh, that was just one interview of so many great speakers here at the CX and Innovation Tech Fest. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, if you liked this uh, interview and you liked hearing all the thoughts and uh, future explorations, then... 
there's more. There is. It's it's on the Futurology uh, CX page. Yes. So please go and find those on there. Also on iTunes. And of course, if you want to be inspired within your organization, drop us a line because what you've experienced here, we're quite happy to come and set up a framework within your organizations because the inspirational part of moving beyond the disruption and, mm. and, and the challenge of technology is important to you. So thank you, Brett. I've yeah, enjoyed thank our Thank you, time. Michael. This is CliffCentral.com.